Podcast. Happy New Year, Doom Doom Bippers. We are back with another episode. <laughs> and I know I said that um, there would have been another one last year, but, uh, you know, time got away from me. <laughs> and you guys have come to expect that by now. Um, my New Year's resolution, like many New Year's resolutions, is to uh, stop eating so poorly. Got to cut out some of the sugar that I uh, consume on a, <laughs> an hourly basis. I, I, I really think that I, I might be in the top 1% of sugar eaters, and I know it's terrible for you. I mean, it started, it, it started maybe I loved it when I was a kid, but I don't think I ever binged it when I was a kid. You know what it started was in college. In college, I would, because uh, you get these meal plan and they put it on your card, like a credit card, like on your student ID. You just scan it. You go to the little grocery store there that's run through the school. You go to the food court, and you could eat. And I did pretty well at the food court. I'd eat fairly well. They had a big, nice salad bar. I like salads. So I'd always get, like, a salad to go with my taco or whatever whatever I was getting in there. But uh, I ate okay. It was when I'd passed that little C store, the little convenience store, and... I, I, for those of you who don't know, I was a I was an RA for uh, for three years in college, and uh, and they give you the biggest meal plan, and so I'd go through the C store, and they would just have these not like not like candy bar sized candies, but like the big bags of candies, and uh, <laughs> and I would get two or three of those every time I went into that dang place because you know you got to have you got to have something that's like, you know, oh, geez, my kid's getting killed. Hold on. All right. Hopefully that was seamless. <laughs> Went out there. I had to separate the boys. Um, yeah, you'd always get like three bags of the candy because I always want a chocolate, right? You got to get a chocolate. And then I get like a, uh, like a sugary gummy type thing. And then I guess it wasn't three bags of candy. It'd be two bags of candy and a thing of chips because then you got to throw salty in the mix. But that's not helping my cause. You know, that's just another thing I'm throwing down the gullet. And then you get up in your room, and in Indiana, I mean, you'd have months of just, like, cold weather. So you're not going outside. You're not, like, leaving. Once you get back from class, you're not leaving that dorm till you got to go to class the next day. Um and I'd just sit up in that room, have lightning quick internet speed, and just like watch movies and just pile drive these bags of candy. And I gotta say, I mean, it was rare that these three bags would last the day. Okay? I'm just up there, I'm housing it. <laughs> I used to also, everybody I told this to said it was super gross. Uh, there would be like a specific day that the food court would have New England clam chowder. It was the same day every week. And, but it was, you know, it was a block from my dorm. The, our, my dorm didn't have any food in it. So you had to get food and, like, head to your dorm. So on New England clam chowder day, I would always buy three bowls of it and just cart them back with my candy and chips back to the room, and I would just pile drive these <laughs> bowls of uh, New England clam chowder. That's, I mean... So this is, as soon as I left the nest, I fell off the rails, okay? As soon as I left my mom's home cooking and the restrictions of what they bought at the grocery store, I immediately, you know, they say, okay, you're old enough to take care of yourself. No, I wasn't. 
<laughs> no, I wasn't. I was just packing an artery. And, like, you know, we'd go play basketball a couple times a week, so uh, I was still getting some exercise. You know, I'd play uh, intramural sports, so I guess I was out there being active. And that's what you can do, you know, in those late teen, early 20 years. But, oh, my goodness, I got a candy addiction. And now when I get into it, it takes me it takes me like seven or eight days to break it. And l- literally on day two and three, I don't get the shakes, but I definitely get, you know, like this intense craving where I feel like I have to have it now. I Like I almost nothing will stop me from going to the grocery store and getting it. Or if I'm at the grocery store and I see it, I'm like, you, I really have to make a concerted effort to move past the candy aisle because I'll just eat the hell out of it. And the bad thing is, is I've like passed that on to my wife and kids now. Now they're addicted to it too. So I got to gotta try and go cold turkey on the candy. And I think as of right now on, uh, let's see, what is it? Is this Friday, Friday the 8th? I think as of right now, it's been 24 hours since I've had candy. So I'm basically a saint. But two day, you know, the day before that, I ate an entire box of uh, uh, Juji fruits and then half a box of Juji bees and a couple of Starbursts. So I'm not doing. I'm not on the way to recovery, but I gotta gotta figure that out. So that's you know on the New Year's resolution. I'm trying to eat less uh, processed foods and less meat. I guess like. I still I love meat, but we were doing it way too much, and so I feel like you know it doesn't kill me to go uh, and eat you know just like beans as a protein or eggs or something you know every you know two or three times a week. So trying to do that and get back on the extra size train. I've I started with push-ups, which when you haven't done push-ups in a while, you get back into it and you and your body <laughs> does the shaking. You know, when you're when you have an exercise in a while and all of a sudden like you you start to do it and your body's like, hey, man, what the hell are you doing? What is this? We, we can't take this. And it just like shakes your muscles or like what muscles there are, are just like spasming out of control. And so I started doing getting back on the push up regimen. Whenever I do that, I get involved. You know, I do like some like squats. No, no weight on top of me. <laughs> I don't need it. It's just uh, I've got enough weight. Just me. So I do a handful of those as well. And and the more I do, the more I feel like doing. So that's got to be a good thing, right? Um, So those are my New Year's resolutions. And to pick a day and stick with it for the podcast. I don't think Friday is a good one because once I get back on the road, it's really hard to keep it up for Friday. But maybe like a Wednesday, like middle of the week could could be good. Or like uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are probably all good ones just like to get this podcast out every week so that I, I can be dependent upon and you guys won't won't snicker at the end of this year when I say and I'll put out another one you'll be like yeah uh-huh we'll we'll see when you when you get there Hoff um oh oh I still got uh my merch is still available uh if you go to nickhoff.com I've got my a CD and a tour poster up there, and I'm going to be getting a new to- tour poster for the 2021 tour, which I am currently uh, getting together. I've got dates scheduled: uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, February. Um, let's see, it's Valentine's Day weekend. What is that? That's February 14th, which doesn't hurt me because my wife and I always celebrate after the holiday, so that's no big deal. Let's see: Appleton, Wisconsin, at Skyline Comedy Club, February 12th, 13th, 14th. 
and then uh, just put on the books for Glendale, Arizona. That's you, Phoenix. Uh, Stir Crazy Comedy Club on March 19th and 20th. We'll do three shows there. So let's sell those tickets out. I had a great time I was last time I was there. So looking forward to those. And I got to tell you, I had two shows at the end of 2020. I had one in Omaha and one in South Bend, Indiana. And uh, boy, I tell you, it felt good to be back on stage. And I felt like I was a little nervous to go back up because I was like, how am I going to remember my jokes? I want to try all this new stuff. And I got to say, it just like it felt natural to be up there. So, you know, there have been times when I've gone a week without doing a show and I get back on stage and I'm a little rusty. This time it was like I was ready to get back up there. I had a blast. And so now it's super frustrating because I did those two shows and I just like rolled into this year wanting to do more. And I'm sure we're all like that, right? We cannot wait for things to get back to a sniff of what was normal. And, uh, but I, I was really gung ho. So that's why I, I hit up, uh, Glendale, Arizona and booked that date. Cause I was like, we got, let's do this. And so I'm going to try and do more of that stuff. And I'm going to set up a big tour when we're, when we're ready to go, I'm going to set up a huge tour and it's going to be a grassroots thing. So I'm going to need you guys to be on board with this and help spread the word. I, everybody all around, I'm just going to do small venues probably. Uh, but a lot of independent ones, but I'm going to do a lot of off dates. You know, I'm going to do a lot of like, you know, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, you know, Sundays. I'm going to do a lot of those off dates that aren't normally go out days, but we're going to, we're going to hit it hard. I've got a lot of new jokes and I was supposed to record an album last year. So I got to feel like I got to make up for lost time, you know, got to, got to make up, uh, for the, the loss we had in 2020 and, uh, can't wait to do that with laughter. Um, you know, and a lot of people, I see people that are being successful in this business and it's when they bet on themselves. So I'm kind of going to go all in, you know, I, I've, I've tried, I've tried to play, you know, the game of, of Hollywood and gone down that route and I've had some success there, but it's just not near fast enough. I gotta, I gotta push all my chips on the table and push it all on, on me. So I'm betting on myself in 2021 and uh, I'm going to be pushing out a bunch of things and, and a huge tour. Um, I'm just kind of waiting to see, you know, where that vaccine thing looks like it's going to push us over into into normalcy again. Uh, speaking of normal, we had riots in the Capitol, and that feels normal. That feels normal. A lot of people were shocked and appalled, and I was like, well, this is not shocking at all. Like, yeah, it's a terrible thing, but was anybody really, like, if you really thought about it, were you surprised that they went in like that I was surprised it didn't happen sooner. And it, it doesn't make me mad, but it makes me sad that they did that. Right. It's, it's just a bunch and you, you saw the people on the TV, like some guy in a moose costume, like a bunch of just a bunch of numbskulls that just put, and unfortunately they're just misguided knuckleheads, right? They just put, too much hope in one thing and then when they got disappointed then they felt like they had to rage out like when when a it's unexplainable but like when you know a team would win a championship and then people would go out in the streets and turn over cars and rip down power lines and you're like what are you what are you doing you're supposed to be happy right now like i feel like too many people don't know how to handle their emotions and uh (laughs) and that's what we saw with these people going out and and like first of all First of all, when you break government property, we all pay, okay? You might as well break your own stuff because you're going in there. You think you think the senators are going to, like, pony up the dough to replace those windows and repair everything you did? No. 
No, they're going to they're going to pay somebody to come in and do it and they're going to pass on that to you, okay? They're going to pass on those dollars to all of us. So when you break government property, it costs us all money. So knock that crap off, okay? Go you want to do some destruction, go in your own shanty and break things around. Um second, don't make politics your god. These last several years, people have gotten too involved. People have gotten too concerned. You know, 10 years ago, I couldn't have told you who anybody in Obama or uh, Bush's cabinet, you know, I think it's good to be informed, but we've made it our God, right? We've made it our God with these 24-hour-a-day news sessions. We've got to get out of it. Got to get out of it. Got to get back uh, to the important things in life. And also, you should have saved it for something serious. Like, I, I feel like in my lifetime, there's going to be a something that's worth you know storming the gates for things are spiraling out of control it seems and at some point we're going to have to make our voices heard right but this just seemed like not the day not the time because next time they're going to be double ready they're going to say okay here's what we need to prevent this from and we're going to need to do it at some point probably you know the 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 government that's why they call it that's why i think it's bad that they call it the transition of power when one president you know leaves and the other one comes in that's how they see it they see it as power it should be transition of the next guy that's got to work for us that's the way it should be instead it's the transition of power and that's not the right way to look at it okay the the fact that they call it that means that they lord over us okay so at some point we're going to need to storm the gates but i oof, i wouldn't have i wouldn't have shot the warning shot yet um, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully that's the end of it. Um, I don't want to see any more senseless violence, senseless death. I want people to realize, you know, look at your families. That's what's important. Go to a comedy show. Love God. <laughs> I'm going to need you this year. So, so don't get arrested because I'm going to need everybody. Um, I, you know, I, I, I want to blame social media. I want to blame social media for all this. It's made people feel like, um, things are more important than they are. And I blame friends, okay? I blame the show Friends. They're the ones that normalized the phrase worst thing ever or uh, worst day of my life. That, that's like if you watch that show now, that's what they're saying. And it created a whole generation and a whole group of people that think, oh, we have it worse than anyone. <sighs> That is so crazy. Everybody thinks they're special. Everybody thinks this is the time. Ooh, we now's the time for God to come. Now's the time for aliens to come. This is, yo, this is nuts what's happening, but the world has always been nuts. Take it from my friend Patrick Keane. Go watch his thing, and the world's always been violent. Uh, his, his stand-up comedy. I had him on my podcast a few months ago. You know, the, every 100 years ago, they had the Spanish flu killed a bunch of people like there was pandemics there's pictures of people in masks like they weren't this is not it's a crazy time but it's not a unique time okay so you gotta kind of get over ourselves a little bit and realize and i had to do it too i had to step aside and be like you know what things could be a lot worse and you just got to work on your own little community your own pod your own you know start with your family make sure they're all feel loved 
and feel good and doing okay and moving forward positively then branch out to you know your friends and your and your uh you know surrounding family make sure they're doing good like we gotta like all move forward in tiny pods together and then we can all make a giant step forward and i don't know why i turned into tony robbins just now i don't think i'm qualified to do any of that but i want to go through life with a smile i don't want to think oh hell this is the end i don't I just want to be happy. I want you guys to be happy. And I want to I want to move forward with our lives. Like quit getting caught up. Don't make it your god. Don't make politics your god, okay? Don't make it how you identify yourself. Don't make it how other people identify you. What a horrible thing to have somebody say, "Oh yeah, Steve. Yeah, oh hey, man, he's a raging uh conservative or he's a crazy liberal." Like, why would you want to be why Why would you want to be called that? Wouldn't you want it to be, hey, there's Steve, oh, nicest dude around. Or there's Steve, he's the funniest guy I know. Or there's Steve, you know, he's always there to help when I need something. Something positive like that. Not Don't, don't let these negative connotations, because guess what? Even if people that you agree with, see eye to eye with, look at you in a positive light uh, when they say there's there's conservative Steve, like the other half of the country looks at him and says, "There's conservative Steve." Like you're automatically dividing halfway down the middle. And I think most of us are somewhere. You know, I'm 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 uh, fiscally conservative and socially liberal. I think there's a healthy balance there, and I try and keep an open mind. I just don't want to be. I don't want that to be the marker. I want you guys to say, "There's Nick, funniest comedian I've ever seen." That's what I want. It's got a decent podcast worth listening to. At least he keeps it short. Uh, and he doesn't always hit every week, but you know what? Uh, that's cool. And he'll do better. <laughs> and he can do and he can do 15 push-ups. Oh, yeah. I forgot to get to what I was doing with the push-ups. I, I did 10 push-ups on the first, and I'm adding one push-up every single day. And I, I'm, they're not all going to be in a row, right? Like... Okay, so on the first I did 10, on the second I did 11, on the 12th or on the third I did 13, and so on and so forth. And right now I've been able to knock them all out in one in one swoop. But once I get over 20, I'm probably going to have to do like two reps of 10 or, you know, uh, two reps of 15 to get to the next. But I'm going to try and make it the whole year and see if by the end of the year, you know, I'll only be doing 375 push-ups uh, in a day. But I also found out, warning for those that are thinking, okay, I'll do the push-up challenge. Um you also have to do this, like, you have to get a band or something and do these pull backs so you're exercising the other, other side of your muscle. Because whenever I get into, like, a push-up, you know, thing and I do it for, like, two weeks, two straight weeks where I'm doing push-ups every day, my uh, my shoulder will pop out of place because I've overworked certain uh, muscles and, and the other ones are <laughs> experiencing atrophy. And so you got to do, like, a band where you, like, pull back, almost do, like, a rowing motion to to get the opposite so you're balancing out those shoulder and and front and back muscles i'm no expert but that's what uh my buddy johnny said to me uh he who was a physical therapist he told me um you know you gotta like do the opposite muscles as well otherwise it's gonna be all out of whack so i don't expect to be fully ripped at the end of this year but i thought okay that's one thing that i can do that's like you know keep some sort of normalcy and you know i i don't get out and run 
And because of the pandemic, I don't uh, do sports, which I'm used to doing, like going out and playing basketball or something or playing football. I, I don't do that right now. So I, my cardio has gone to hell. <laughs> but um, but that's something I can do. Um, I got to I got to keep it short this week because uh, um, we're getting ready to uh, start the journey back to California here. Uh, been having a blast spending time in the Midwest with family. But, you know, <laughs> we by the way, we, we're in Indiana with my wife's folks. And uh, <laughs> before we even came, there was talk about, OK, we'll cook ham. OK, that'll be our big New Year's Eve dinner. <laughs> She's going to kill me for putting this on here. Uh, we have this big New Year's Eve dinner, and uh, I'll make ham. And right away, uh, Sarah's younger sister said something about it and said some snide remark. Because in years past, there have been questionable food served here at the Allen household. You know, there's been there are little lacks with expiration dates on certain things. And I know it doesn't always matter, right? I know, like, you can eat eggs a few days past you you know crackers or okay medicine whatever it expired last month it's fine take it um but there's just a lax uh attitude in this house that uh that the rest of us don't share and so when she said i'm making ham uh <laughs> her younger sister hannah was like uh what's what's going on with the ham and right away uh her mother goes don't do this to me <laughs> and so then whoop, red flag what what do what to you question it what's going on with the ham why why is this a question like it should have been no the ham is fine i just got it i just bought it from the store i haven't even bought it yet how about that i haven't even bought it yet i will buy it on new year's eve and we'll make it and we'll eat it um instead it was don't do this to me <laughs> and um <laughs> and so we get there and right away uh hannah her younger sister checks the ham and she goes okay it expired last week or something and we're going okay that's not too bad right right she said it was frozen it expired last week you know ham should be fine they used to put ham like just out in the snow right should be okay and and then we're cooking it and her dad goes, I don't know how, what temperature to cook it at. And I said, oh, maybe it's on the package. And I grabbed the package and I look and it expires uh, January 28th, 2020. So it has been expired for 11 months now. And I just, I look at it and I go, um, no, there's no temperature on here. And I put it back in the trash and I grab her younger sister and I pull her aside and I go, damn, the ham. And she goes, what? What's wrong with the ham? She knew instantly. that the, I was like, the ham is, uh, it expired 11 months ago. And she goes, oh, damn it. <laughs> She's like, I knew it. And, <laughs> and we look at it now. But I, I didn't want to embarrass anybody. I didn't want to make it a big thing. But I also did not want to eat that ham. Um, and, and so then all of a sudden I go downstairs. I'm like, I can't be around this. I, I've done my due diligence. I've told one other person. I will make sure my family knows the ham is in question. I, I'm not eating it. I recommend everybody else do the same. And then all of a sudden I hear upstairs yelling, just, it expired when? And, and, and her dad's going, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, what? We're going to waste a whole ham. <laughs> and I know you don't want to waste meat. Okay. An animal died for that. But 
Also, it's $13. We could probably just go get a new ham. We don't need to do Anyway, they cooked it. He's like, I'll eat it. And and the mother-in-law, she's like, it's fine. It was frozen. And we're like, eh, but how many times has it been thawed? Which freezer did Oh, it's a whole thing. So we ate on New Year's Eve, but I steered clear of the ham. Some, some souls took it. And uh, and they said it was fine, tasted okay, and uh, they didn't get sick or anything. So I'm sure, I'm sure it was fine. But eleven month old ham, I don't think so. <laughs> so she's probably never going to hear the end of that. And uh, and we'll all be constantly checking dates of everything. See, she had already had a pattern. Had she never had a pattern, I might not have even looked at the date and thought twice about it. Uh, but it's just a, been a pattern of things like that. And I think that's, you know, people get older and they were raised by people that went through the great depression. So there's a little bit of thriftiness there, which I understand and I love, and I think it's good, but 11 month old home. Are you kidding me right now? 11 months. I mean, a month is like the, on the outskirts of meat that I'm like, okay, it's been in the freezer. That should be okay. 11 months that's almost a whole year and god knows what was going on in 2020 i don't <laughs> i didn't want to start 2021 off uh going to the er with uh food poisoning so that was the bit of excitement that we had here uh but i'm happy to report nobody got sick everybody's doing okay a bunch of people in the family have had uh, the coronavirus but nobody's been uh too too sick thank god and um I don't know when I don't know when comedians can get the vaccine like I said probably last in line. I don't know. I'm hoping I'm hoping May. What do you think? What do you think? We're going to get back uh, before summer before the 4th of July are we going to get uh all this thing tipped over in the right in the right direction? By the way, by the way, I can I can't remember if I talked about this before um on the podcast, but it's weird that people yeah, I, I've talked about it. It's weird that people like that go to doctors then don't trust the vaccine it's like i trust my doctor you know whatever he says i'm gonna do it and as far as i can tell 99 percent of doctors are saying yeah get the vaccine in fact they've all done it so i'm gonna do it let me know when you think um we're gonna be able to get back so i can start scheduling this tour let me know stops if you've got venues in mind a bunch of people sent me um uh, some facebook suggestions on venues um and then hit up the merch. The uh, Hoffcast merch is uh, going like hotcakes. We got T-shirts, we got coffee mugs, water bottles, stickers, posters, everything you want up there. You can pick your own, you know, shirt color. Uh, they've got different fabrics. So if you want like a higher quality T-shirt or just a standard or whatever you want, long sleeve, whatever, they've got it. It's on Teespring um, uh, under Nick Hoff. If you if you search Hoffcast or Nick Hoff, it should come up. And pick that up. Otherwise, check my Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. I've got links to it up there. Get yourself a T-shirt. Take a picture of yourself in it and, and send it my way. I'll repost it. Um, stay safe. And uh, hopefully hopefully I'll pick a date and have this out every single day. I maybe, maybe I'll continue Friday, but I just don't think that's good once I start traveling again. I love you all. Stay safe out there. Uh, have a happy new year. Keep up with the good work. Whatever your new year's resolution is, keep going. Say hi to me on social media. I'll let you know when I'm coming to a town near you. And doom, doom, bip, 